my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ed... Rob, Rob, what are you doing? Sorry, what? Rob, you forgot, didn't you? Forgot. Um, forgot, forgot what? We changed the name? Oh, yes! Start again, take it from the top. Hello my friends, I hope you're awesome and amazing and welcome to this, the Medgnosis podcast, where today we're going to be talking about thin places, those places where we feel something more, now whether that's our true self, the divine or whatever. Today's episode is all about that peak experience and how you can help yourself take and experience that even more. So sit back, relax and enjoy, and here's your host, Rob Jumbo. Wow. Hello, my friends. How are you? It is so good to be back again for a new episode of... You noticed, I've changed the name. Uh, and it's, so it's a new episode, the newly named Mednosis Podcast. And why Mednosis, I hear you ask. Well, let me explain. Med is from meditation, which is a practice that I've done for years uh, and a practice I teach but also with the thought that these podcasts give you ideas and suggestions to go away and meditate upon to help your personal journey. Gnosis partly comes from hypnosis something again that I'm very passionate about and also developing um, alongside a way of working with it with meditation which is which is quite exciting and I'm sure I will do a podcast about some of that later on. Um, but also from the idea of gnosis, when you spell it with a G, um, the, the gnosis, um, from that kind of means knowing and knowledge. So again, it's it's about it's about thoughts, ideas. It's about sharing knowledge, about sharing stuff with you. Um, so yeah, so there is now the Med Gnosis podcast. But the themes, the ideas, and everything—it's all about you. It's all about your development, personal growth, your journey to self-actualization about being the best you you can be so i hope you like the new name and you can continue to enjoy listening to these as part of your ongoing journey to being the very best you that you can be and i hear you go can i do that rob can i be the best me that i can be and you know what yes you can yes you can and do you know why do you know how i know because i'm the guy that believes in you because you are amazing with amazing talents. You might not know them all yet, but trust me, you are amazing. And that leads me actually to, to this week's shout out, which is to a new friend of mine, a lady called Mary Ellen Hendricks. She uh, messaged me after the last podcast to say how she'd enjoyed it. And I've been following Mary Ellen on Instagram. She has a, a wonderful, wonderful Instagram account. The, uh, it's the Thin Places Project, and it's wonderful. In fact, so wonderful, it's inspired this episode uh, of, of the podcast. Uh, and it was really great to connect with Mary Ellen, partly because I, I really enjoy looking at the pictures and stuff that she posts, uh, and also, again, for the inspiration for today. Now, Mary Ellen has, is an awesome photographer, uh, really wonderful work. Uh, she's inspired by nature and the idea of thin places. Now Mary Ellen became excited uh, by the idea that as individuals we can have our own personal thin place, usually somewhere in nature. And so what she set up 
the Thin Place project to do was through words and through the captured image through her photography, Mary Ellen explores these places of peace uh, and renewal. Uh, and during COVID, obviously when we've been limited a lot of the time as far as how we can get out and about, she's uh, had she's has to explore these thin places and find them closer to home than in the immediate area. And uh, that I imagine has, has had its own challenges, but the photos and the stuff she's produced off the back of it is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And just that discovering the magic in everyday world and the thin places that can be found just all around us. Now I for one love these images that Marianne is capturing that it's always intrigued me that idea of the thin place so check out her website www.thinplacesproject.com and on instagram where it's at thin places project i promise you it will evoke something in you it's really do check out and thank you marianne for the inspiration for for this this podcast as well if you would like a shout out before i carry on on the Mednosis podcast, please reach out, say hi, let's get to know each other. Tell me a bit about who you are and what wonderful talents, skills and gifts you bring to the world. Uh, and um, I'll kind of give you a mention and a shout out and tell people about how awesome and amazing you are. Now, some of you may be actually sitting there listening to this going, okay, Rob, that sounds really interesting, but what are you talking about? What, what is a, a thin place? Well, sit back, relax, prepare to be inspired yourself. We have all, at some point in our life and our journey, encountered thin places. They're locations where the veil between our world and a sense of the other, the other world, um, becomes thin, hence thin places where that veil is thin and to quote Eric Viner from his book, Man Seeks God, those rare locales where the distance between heaven and earth collapses. I love that. These are places, thin places are those locations that we visit that connect us to that sense of there being something more than we are. They carry an air of timelessness, of mystery. Uh, they can have a sense of deep awe. They can almost feel uncomfortable in their vastness. But at the same time, if we spend just a little time in these places, observing them, connecting to them, we really do generate and create within ourselves and experience a deep sense of peace. And the idea of the thin place originates, um, it's a term that comes from Celtic Christianity and Celtic spirituality. Uh, and if we look at what little is known about pre-Christian Celtic beliefs, which, I mean, that's a podcast in itself, um, but actually most of what we think we know is completely made up over the last 300 years. Um, it's, yeah, pinch borrowed and everything from elsewhere. Um, but what little we do know and what we do know from, from Celtic, early Celtic Christianity is that we see this idea of thin places has probably been certainly within the British Isles for millennia, which is just exciting in itself. That awareness that people back through the ages 
have, have been aware of those places where we touch that something that's divine, that something that's beyond all that we are. And you know what? There are many other cultures. It's not just a, a British Isles central phenomenon. It's just thin places is, is, is the term for it that's come out of, out of Britain. Um, so ruined walls, forgotten churches, ancient wells and standing stones are just some of the places that we associate with these places of deeper connection, of deeper experience. And sometimes these places can be discovered quite by accident. You, you don't necessarily go looking for them. Um, we've just kind of, we've all done that thing. Maybe you've been walking one evening, autumn and winter, I think it's always the time when that veil feels thinner uh, and you're walking in at night. It's a bit frosty. It's a bit chilly. Maybe there's that halo around the moon. As you look up through an old twisty tree in a field, you catch that moonlight. And all of a sudden there's that otherworldliness. There's that sense of something else, of, of a presence of a, whether it's an energy, whether it's a, Whatever that is, um, there's usually kind of an excitement and an, an aliveness. But I'll talk about that later on. I'm di digressing off um, because I get lost in these these wonderful places. So yeah, ruined walls, forgotten churches, ancient wells, standing stones are just some of the places. Uh, and we do uh, quite often discover them by accident. And sometimes a place, just a bit like the tree I described, can drift in and out of that liminality. That, that that sense of being otherworldly and carrying presence and they're not sometimes the place there's a wonderful abbey that i go and visit sometimes old ruined abbey lilish abbey and uh, sometimes it's a collection of old buildings other times it touches something else and at night time well it it's it can be the most peaceful place but it can be so enthused with an energy and a sense of vastness that, that you almost feel uncomfortable approaching it. It's, it's amazing. Um, and it's not only the ancient world. It's not just ruins and old wells and springs and stuff that create these experiences of the other. Where I live at the moment is currently between a large oil refinery behind where I'm sitting, literally within a few hundred yards really i guess to the entrance at least um but in the other direction there's a there's a fertilizer plant and other bits of industry there's a bottle recycling place there's a um, wind farm there's all these different elements of big industry around i'm sandwiched between two farms that date back three or four hundred years old in a little quaint village of which is mentioned in the doomsday book overlooking the river mercy some marshes and it's weird because out of those marshes rise this industry, but then there's these vast areas of just beauty and nature. So it's a real in-between uh, kind of space. And, you know, I'll go for my walk every morning. There's little pigs in the fields and stuff. It's amazing. Cattle and, and, and you walk down onto the marshes and it takes you to another in-between place. And they always are the coastlines, you know, that sea and sand. That's a in-between place. That's very much a place where we can get that sense of the other. And the marshes are, I mean, most of the marshes are reclaimed. Um, so they, they really are that border between the water world and the world of land. And then they've got that going on. Then they've got the, the, the whole industry thing going on. Um, deep ditches and marsh 
And, you know, I saw, I was coming back off a walk just a couple of days back and there was a kingfisher. And yet I look up and there's these stacks chucking out God knows what. Um, and you walk under some of them, you feel it falling on your skin. You think, is that going to be dissolving me? Or, I mean, you know, great big tanks of nitric acid around the place. It's, it's, it's a crazy mix mash of kind of pollutant and destructive industry and, and, and amazing and beautiful countryside. And it hisses and it roars and it smells both of natural countryside smells and the industry smells. And from one point, I look across, there's a hill and you can see a hill for something there for me is so connecting me to that same place, that same experience that I get in thin places. It is for me a thin place, something within this in between world awakens the senses and the awareness bringing contact to that which lies beyond giving that which is untangible a tangibility for some this experience of the other is as an experience of the presence of god for others they may call it the celtic other world and for some it's just an amazing awakening to an inner awareness of self a self that's beyond the egoic idea of who we are. However you experience it is wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Opening up to the awareness of something bigger than ourselves, an experience, an insight in a moment where in silence we can be aware of the mechanics of a vast universe at work. That's beyond a name. That's beyond whatever you want to call it. And if you've experienced that, you'll know what that deep peace and connection feels like. In this expanding awareness, we can experience a sense of awe. We can connect with the universe. And that's not just a, that's just not a fluffy new age thing. Um, there is a part of our brain, the, the back of our head, which basically susses out where we start and we finish. If you damage that part, you lose a sense of, being a person of where your boundary is you know this boundary of hands and skin and flesh dissolves when that part of us is damaged there's an account of a doctor in a book i read um and in fact there's the book called integration nlp and spirituality and there's an account of a doctor in that book uh, that book by the way is by richard bolstad and julia kurasheva and in that book, there's an account of a doctor who had a stroke and that part of her head got damaged. And for a certain amount of time, she experienced oneness. She experienced that unity. And they've done experiments where they wire up monks and meditators. And when they enter into those experiences, which is, is what we're talking about when we enter into these liminal spaces, when they enter into those peak experiences, that part of their brain switches off. And at those moments that, depending on the, the framework that they perceive their world in, the, the belief system, they talk about experience the presence of God or experiencing moments of enlightenment. And it's, so it's not just a, oh yeah, hippies. It's a, there's actual science and biology and neuroscience that backs up that experience of expansiveness and oneness. So, in this expanding awareness, we can experience um, kind of a sense of awe. We connect with the universe. It's, a, it's an experience of profound peace and stillness. 
any from from the doctor I just mentioned to to people who've experienced it in thin places in liminal spaces to those who've experienced it through other means and there's this great sense of the dissolving of ego the dissolve of self and becoming part of that which is and uh, connecting and that peace and that stillness is something that stays with you after the moment from within that contact we gain a sense of our true self we very much become aware we become still so we become aware of our true nature and the very sense of opening up opens us up to our own infinite possibilities we go from feeling as though we have borders to a sense of feeling infinite with infinite purpose and place in in this wonderful and beautiful universe in these places and moments if we learn to be still we can also hear kind of like a deeper inner guidance going into those spaces and being still solutions ways forward life changes our perspective shifts um, i remember spending time on lindisfarne it was three days i mean if you've ever been to lindisfarne three days on lindisfarne from from a things to do point of view in some ways you might say you're limited and yet that experience of going to lindisfarne still echoes within me a beautiful thin place a wonderful liminal space um, and when it comes to anything we experience the thing to remember is our senses are the means by which the outside world is observed we don't we don't our senses aren't that which feels they're that which gives the information they're that which observes it's our minds that processes that information and then they generate the feelings and reactions based on our perception at the time or past experiences and as our minds are kind of lazy and they'll match patterns just because it's easier than kind of having to reevaluate a situation every single time although when we're looking at being more in the moment that's more what we're talking about doing but as our minds are lazy they'll try and find a past frame of reference to copy rather than take the moment for what it is which means most of the time our experience of events is a projection based on our past yet when we enter into these thin places this doesn't seem to be the same firstly i truly believe nothing out there can make you feel anything it is your choice as to how you react within your body the feelings that your body generates albeit that that happens at an unconscious level if the outside world had control over how we humans react and feel and experience then we would all react and experience the same way to the same stimuli for instance we would all panic at a spider just like somebody with a phobia if the spider was what created that reaction we would all experience it because that would be how the spider made us feel but some people can hold them on the palm of their hands personally I'd rather hold them in somebody else's house um, but if it was the spider that created the feeling we would all have the same feelings about spiders but we do not because it is our own observations and then our own personal reactions based upon our experience that generates how we feel around any one item object now 
as thin places can be experienced at many places and sometimes unexpectedly, it can only be our experience generated by something eternal, something internal that gives us that sense of the other. What is that? How is it I get the same experience of the divine of the other when I am out on the local marshes surrounded by a cross match of industry and nature as I do when I visit a beautiful holy well or, or an ancient shrine hidden in the depths of Wales or, you know, as when I visited Linda's farm. The common experience for me is a sense of feeling truly alive, very much in the moment. This occurs for us when we, we experience in the moment with awareness of all the senses. Let me give a couple of examples. Whilst I was working, walking down on the marshes, um, just, just literally a couple of days back on an old track known as Lordship's Lane, I passed the fertiliser plant. On one side, I have beautiful fields, albeit with a few weird looking old rusty pipes sticking out of them leading over to more marshes, leading to the, uh, it's the Mersey estuary. Beautiful. To my other side, on the right-hand side, I have something that looks like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie set. The earth shakes with the vibrations. There's very deep, almost subsonic sounds being emitted that you can literally feel within you and it sends your head a bit. The air smells. And on one hand, you've got the smell of, of, of kind of manure and fertilizer. On the other hand, you've got chemical fertilizer and I don't know what else. Um, the chimneys are hissing. It's, it's a churning behemoth, assaulting the senses on every level, from feeling to hearing to smelling, to them sure that if you were to kind of breathe in and taste the air deeply enough, you could probably get a weird sense of the taste of the place in your mouth. Yet, I feel within that sense, within that experience, the same wholeness and vastness, that expanding awareness, that ever presence of something else that is the other, that I see as divine, as the presence of the awareness of the universe, and I feel alive. Now, a few weeks ago, I traveled with Fee, my partner, to a beautiful secluded derelict chapel. It's on private ground, so I'm not giving the name out because they don't want lots and lots of people turning up. There is there a beautiful well that comes up next to the chapel ruins and its waters gurgle through the ruins underneath the walls. The trees gently whisper as dappled sunlight sparkles on the water and the air is warm, yet the cool mantle of damp hangs in the air, an air that's sweet with the scents of grass, trees and earth. When you stop and listen, there is a deep silence behind the gentle whispers of a peaceful land. And yet I feel alive and I feel the same sense of that which is divine. When I think of these two occasions, the one thing that stands out for me is that when I describe it, all my senses are stimulated. It's not just a description of what a place looks like. Even as I talk about it now, and even when I was writing this podcast, I could feel that sense of being alive, feel that sense of the thin place drawing closer, awakening within. The other thing I feel is a sense of I, 
self, but not in an egoic way, but in a stripped back sense of being. Now, in hypnosis, we can use sensory overload to induce trance states. In some ways, this for me is what occurs when we enter these places. All our senses are stimulated uh, at a level that we become involved in the whole experience. We're not just looking at it. We're, we're sensing it at a, at a heightened level of awareness. And we awaken to an expansive awareness of our true self. The blocks and the barriers we normally carry around us that maybe keep us shut down from this all the time fall away and we become aware of our wholeness and that sense of unity. In these moments, we glimpse that sense of self-actualization, our true self. We experience fully all that we are. We experience that we are more than our everyday perception of self and we awaken into awareness of infinite possibilities. Now, because we generate our experience of this, albeit by our inner reaction to the external environment, we can also assume that this state of being is one that we can develop for ourselves. One way we can do this is to recall a place where we've, where you've visited, calling a place where you visited and had an experience of that thinness, that closeness of the divine and recall this now, making the inner recall as big and as bold as you possibly can. Remembering all the senses, how the day felt, the sounds, the sights, the smells, any taste, if you took a picnic, maybe you can still taste your cheese and onion sandwich, I don't know. And make it big. Really get lost in that image. And as with when I was writing this episode, you can start to really re-experience this place. You see, in a divine universe, the opportunity to experience our oneness now by peeling back the veil consciously from within is there all the time. Another way we can do this, and yep, we're at that part of the podcast where I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and join me for a few moments. But obviously not if you're driving a car. Not if you're driving a car. I'm recording this today. I'm a little tired because last night someone driving a car managed to turn it over in the road outside. So it was quite a late night making sure everything was okay there. But don't listen, don't do this bit. If you're driving a car or this, you know, operating machinery, because we're going to close our eyes for a start. A chainsaw in the hands with eyes closed is never a good thing. So I'm going to actually just sit comfortable a moment, have a fidget, have a stretch. And when you're ready, take a nice deep breath in. As you breathe out, just gently close your eyes. Just breathing in and out. Be aware of the natural rise and fall of your breath. As you sat there, you can be aware of any sounds that you may hear around about you. The sound of my voice as I'm speaking to you. Maybe there's sounds from outside, maybe a noise from within the house. Or maybe you hear whatever you're sitting and lying upon making a noise as you just 
gently shift your weight. Be aware of all the sounds around about you. And as you continue to be aware of those sounds, I want you also to be aware of the colours and the patterns, the way the light plays upon your eyelids. Listening to those sounds and aware of the play of colours. And when the light touches our eyelids, we get patterns and colours and shapes. And you may notice that as you try to focus on those, you find you cannot and they just shift gently and move. And although your eyes are closed, you're still seeing in a fashion because you can see what's going on behind your eyelids as you're listening to those sounds round about you. And as you're listening to my voice and the sounds round about you and following those colours and patterns, I want you to become aware of how you feel, how your body is feeling. Is the room warm, cold? Are you indoors or outdoors? Can you feel the outside air fresher than being indoors? Are any parts of the body feeling heavier than others? And if so, how much heavier can the rest of the body feel as it relaxes? And as you're listening to the sounds round about you, the sound of my voice, aware of the way the light and colour plays on your eyelids and aware of how your body's feeling. Maybe there's some aches and tensions that you can just let go. That's it. Aware of your body, how it feels. The sounds round about you, sound of my voice, and a play of colour on the eyelids. Become aware of any, any smells in the air. If you've polished, maybe you can still smell the scent of the polish, or if you have incense burning at any point, maybe you can smell that. Or maybe you've not longed a cooked dinner or something whilst you're listening to this, but be aware of any smells in the air. Maybe you've got aftershave or perfume on or something, a bit of deodorant, whatever. Just as you're sat there now, being fully aware of those things that you can hear and those things you can see with your eyes closed and the sense of your body and how that feels and aware of the smells and senses as you also become aware of any taste that's in your mouth. Aware of the taste in your mouth. Maybe you just swallowed as I said that. Being aware of the taste in your mouth, the sounds about you, the sound of my voice, the patterns on the backs of the eyelids, the way your body feels. And pay attention to also how your emotions feel. Be there now, aware of the sights, the sounds, the smells, the sensations, the tastes. Fully aware. And maybe occasionally you'll focus in on something more than something else. And if you do that, I want you to not label it. Don't label the sensation. Don't go, oh, yes, I'm hearing the boiler come on. Just observe the fact that you're hearing. Observe the fact that you're seeing. Observe the fact that you are tasting, sensing, feeling. Who is that that's experiencing that awareness now?
That's right. No moment will count from one to three. Count of three. Just come back to everyday awarenesses, ready to carry on having a listen to this wonderful podcast, Feeling Good. That's number one. Just feel your body just coming back, focusing in, everything coming back into normality. Number two, being aware of the room about you, just knowing that you listen to this podcast, ready to open your eyes and feel good. And number three, open those eyes, feel good. Marvelous. Thank you for joining in with that. I hope, uh, you know, as a practice, that's something you can do. It doesn't take long, but you can expand it and make it into a lengthier meditation. By consciously practicing these skills, you can develop the ability to awaken to your true self, your true awareness. You awaken that thin place within you. Because that's where you experience that thin place, which means that thin place only really ever exists within you. You are that place where that which is so much more meets that which is of the earth. You're not just the body, the frame, the, the housing. You are the awareness and the infinite possibilities born with every, every, everything you need to be the very best you you can be, however that best you is, whatever that purpose is that you have. You see, the thin place where heaven collides into earth is you. The ability to create, to inspire, to live fully is within you. There's not a part of you that is not the universe, that is not divine. I truly believe this and I, I truly believe in you, which is why I want to end this session as I do all the other sessions with an offer and invitation. If any part of what I have said resonates with you, get in touch, comment, like, tell people about the podcast. Even if it's resonated in as much as you disagree with it, talk, debate, chat to me about this. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is fact. It's my thoughts, my opinions based on the research and my experiences. It's my experience. I'm owning it. So, you know, if it's resonated or if something's intrigued you, get in touch. If you're on your own journey, if you're feeling lost or you're stuck and you're searching for your purpose or feel like there's something more to all this, get in touch. If you want to be happy and more fulfilled and step into your own power and live the life you want and deserve, get in touch. If you just want to say hi, or just want to go, hey, really enjoying these, I do this. Can you give me a shout out? Get in touch. I'm here for you and I believe in you and all the possibilities that lie within you, your skills, your abilities, your talents. I know you can be the best that you can be. And sometimes it doesn't feel like that. But you know what? You can make changes. You can be more confident, more at peace, more connected. For one reason, one reason only. You're awesome. And you know what? You are a bridge to the universe. You are that place where heaven and earth meets. So get in touch. Share the podcast, like the podcast. If I share the hell out of the podcast, tell everybody. It's in its early days. It'd be lovely to get it out to as many people as possible. You can get in touch with me via my website. And this is how you know I'm genuine. When I'm saying to you, get in touch. My website, www.robchapman.org.uk. On Instagram, you'll find me at Mednosis, or there's the at Mednosis podcast. Email me, rob at robchapman.org.
www.ofcc.org.uk. Call me 07800 799 578. If you're not in Britain, if you're in Europe or anywhere else in the world, knock off the noise and do the plus 44 thing. Find me on Facebook. Look up I Meditate. If you want to learn to meditate for free, look up I Meditate. I'll post the link up to it. But check out I Meditate on Facebook. You can tell which it is. It says I Meditate and there's a picture of an eye. It's free classes and lessons teaching you how to meditate but it's my approach blending aspects of hypnosis and self-hypnosis to help you get past those barriers that normally make people give up there are people in there now we've been doing it for five months who say it's changed their lives people thought they couldn't relax can relax people thought they couldn't meditate can meditate people have gone from feeling isolated during covid and feeling no self-confidence to going out and achieving and signing up for degree courses and all sorts and they're thanking the i meditate process for it so come and be part of it there's live um videos every week there's at least one of those sometimes i'm a bit tired or a bit busy or i've got clients so i have to pre-record but i always always aim to have at least one live one where we can chat and connect there's pre-recorded there's the past five months worth of sessions there you get discounts off different workshops and different other events that i organize be part of i meditate because it's a great group and it's full of beautiful people as well there's some lovely people in there so supportive so facebook i meditate you can always message me and go rob that i meditate thing how do i find it we'll get you in there check out the website you can find i meditate off there as well i think that's me done for today i think that's me done it's been an absolute joy and pleasure sharing this with you i hope it's inspired you i hope it's resonated with you i hope it's brought some thoughts and feelings up and i say do get in touch share it's all about reaching out and connecting. It's all about the love. It's all about doing this thing together. So until the next episode of the Mednosis Podcast, take care, my friends. Be safe. Be amazing. Be awesome. Much love. Be blessed and be inspired. See you soon. This has been an episode of the Mednosis Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and we ask that you share this with the world. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. Do keep in touch, do get in touch. And until next time, be awesome, my friends. Bye-bye.